Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of The Host Show. I'm your host, Jasper Rivers, and we release a new episode of this show every single Monday. Now, in these episodes, I interview Airbnb hosts from all around the world to share their stories and provide tips and tricks on how to get started and be successful as an Airbnb host. Now, this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you scale your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations, which frees up time so you can become the CEO of your business instead of the manager. Focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle and allow you to grow. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com x. We, start, we are starting our next class in a few weeks' time. So if you want to grow your business, then uh, go ahead and apply. Uh, we'll get on a call with you to see if the program is the right fit for you. And if so, we'll enroll you in our next class that starts February 28th. So check out strlegends.com slash X. Now let's dive into the, today's episodes. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today we have one of the favorites back on the show, Mr. Steven Serraris with his business partner, Federico. What's up, guys? Good to see you guys again. Oh, I like your Spanish accent, man. Federico. Yo hablo muy bien español. Yo vivo en Panama, amigo. Perfecto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Que bueno. True. Oh, yeah, we're doing good, man. How you been? It's been a it's been a crazy year, 2021. Uh, you and I spoke last in December 2020. Uh, yeah. We did an episode together, learning lessons from 2020 for short-term rental hosts. And uh, I, I was just looking through the show notes, and it says here Stephen's aspirations for Argest, which is your management company, in 2021, grow portfolio to 50 units. So mm. I want to know, man, like how many you got? You're at 50 yet? We're almost there. We're like around yeah. 43, 44 units right now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible, man. If you count some remember- crappy ones that we had to let go, then we probably <laughs> would be at over 50, but we we let some crappy yeah. ones go. But anyways, it happens. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations. I mean, I remember last time I was talking to you back then in 2020, you were doing a couple, you had a couple master leases, a couple management, maybe like 10, 15 in total. And we talked about, you know, some strategies and stuff. And yeah, give us an update. What's happening? And by the way, if you're listening and you're wondering who the hell is Steven, uh, he is the host of the Live, Let, Thrive podcast. So I've, I've been on his podcast a couple of times. He's been on mine. He's here with his business partner, Federico, who is in Argentina, exactly. which is awesome. I love Argentina. The wine is oh, awesome. Man. Steak is awesome. And it's cheap. It <laughs> it's really cheap right now. Anyone who's looking to, you know, digital nomads and, you know, working from the computer, get down here. It's the best time to be here. Was it like 2,000 pesos to the dollar now? 200. Uh, here, here's a crazy <laughs> thing. We have two rate of exchanges. So if you go to a bank, they're going to give you 100 pesos for a dollar. But if you go to a street, you get 200 pesos to a dollar. So actually, like two days ago, I was in a restaurant. I had an American sitting next to me and he was paying and he was like, where's going to get cash? It's like, 
how much are you paying for that? It's like, no, 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 no. You need to go to Florida Street, the most famous street here, and they're going to offer you to exchange money and you're going to get double. So yeah, you get value for your buck here. <laughs> awesome, man. I, 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 it's been a while since I was in Buenos Aires, but uh, good memories there. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's dive into it. Like, I want to hear what's, uh, what happens in 2021. You guys went from like 15 to almost 50 units. I'll tell a little backstory how, you know, me and Federico, I don't know if I told a little bit about it, but we both worked at a major airline, right? And um, we met there through the company's intranet, you know, started doing some travel pages together, became friends over the years. He saw how I was doing some Airbnbs and, and then we decided to become partners. And and from there, you know, Federico's a strong customer service background, right? And so he took it to like a next level and he's really good at all the, you know, spreadsheets and, and automation and stuff like that. So I saw, you know, right away we started seeing big growth. And yeah, I guess when I talked to you last, it was around 10 or 15 units and we were buying a timeshare, which is another thing that we like to do. And so we got a timeshare up and running and which is cool because we arbitrage timeshares throughout the country. And so I would say, you know, after we spoke with you, we got a we got um, a couple more under management, and then friend of a friend, you know, a lot of it happens. Friends, uh, friend advise, you know, advises another friend, and then we get some uh, manage their units too. So I guess uh, right around the middle of the year, we were stuck at twenty for a while, right, Federico? Yeah, yeah, we were stuck at twenty, and then more units, you know, show up, and again, there's a lot of people that were setting up their first unit and needed management. And we have a lot of people that are looking for properties as well. And we have like a like a queue of people that are like, okay, let us know for any deal. But for now, it's been growing with people who are setting up their first unit or have one or two and just needed someone to take care of them. We did set up a few arbitrages ourselves as well. We got a, a few more. Yeah. Right and I know, you, I know you told us to stay, choose one or the other, but Federico loves the money from the arbitrages. So we're kind yeah. of still double dipping a little bit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Just don't listen to me, man. <laughs> you, whatever <laughs> ah, no man i want to i want to listen you, you have great advice great advice um so so we got you know it's funny and you and you teach your in you know, y'all's classes and stuff and i'm sure that you talk to students all the time that hit that plateau right it's around the hectic host mark and they just they can't grow anymore because it's too there's too many things going on that they're trying to put out too many fires trying to put out that's the point we were at and actually we we paused a little bit we bought a we bought our first property you know with within the business and uh, opportunity showed up a, a dude from work um, was you know he was a, a tired landlord uh you know some his previous tenants took advantage of the covid situation didn't pay for six months kind of deal so we got a pretty good price on it so we used our profits to buy it and uh, that's a long-term rental and then and what happened we started we started getting the company you know running a little bit more smooth added some VAs cuz Feda was going crazy you know he was working 24 hours a day almost and uh, he wasn't sleeping and plus he still had the job the airline which um January 1st he was able to finally quit but I told him we brought in VAs before that and I told him you're not going to quit and then just dive into this and stay up 24 hours doing this you know you're not you're not this isn't your job you're an owner you know, and there's a difference. So we struggled with a few VAs and we finally, you know, bit the bullet and, and paid a little bit more money and got some Airbnb VAs, which is, that's a big tip I'll give, you know, get VAs that have Airbnb experience. Don't, you know, it's, it's easier. It's because you could just plug them in and then you just teach them your systems instead of uh, having to teach them from day one, what Airbnb is and how to use it and how to use the PMS and all this and all the systems that go with it. So get some um, really good VAs, 
uh, interview a bunch of them, which is what we did. And we, and we have a strong team now. So we were able to grow from that 20 and get over the 40 mark within like a month. Wow. That's awesome. Where did you find your VAs? Federico? And that, yeah, that's fun because, well, we, we, it was a little lesson that we had to learn, right? So we're posting first VA positions. That's where it didn't work very well. And then we went to Upwork. Steven's idea at some point we were really frustrated and he was like, you know what, let's jump into it. Let's not push it any longer. He went to, to Upwork, searched for Airbnb and started messaging a lot of people. Messaging, messaging. But if you look at Upwork, the early rate they put over there is really pricey, but it's not really what you can agree with with them. Uh, so if you if you set up an interview or offer a job in, in Upwork, you can talk and say, okay, I'm not looking for a short project. We're looking for something more, you know, like a contract and something for a long time. And that way you can negotiate a price, which is, again, uh, because in Upwork, people are putting their hourly rate for small projects. So... Going there and looking at people who know what the business goes about, it was way better because we found three amazing girls from different countries. We have Serbia, Armenia, Philippines, you know, covering all schedules. And we have one that's going to be the operations manager that we can rely on her that, you know, it was the first time in (laughs) over a year that I could put my phone down and, you know, just get a few things done in my house. I had been like painting some furniture. (laughs) <laughs> so that felt really nice. Nice, dude. Like, did you guys have to do a lot of interviews on Upwork? Because in my experience, Upwork is kind of, you know, it's kind of finding a needle in a hay in a haystack, or there's, there's yeah. thousands, thousands of people in there. Was it was it easy to find those those VAs? You know, using the the keyword Airbnb, it narrowed down a lot. And then now, I, I think we interviewed around fifteen people. And first, we chat a little bit to see how, what they were offering. From there, yeah, we narrowed it down to three amazing girls. So I think it was very successful. Sweet. What's cool? What's cool is they put so much, uh, you know, so much stuff that they have experience in. You know, which systems, the PMS systems, the Airbnb, VRBO booking. They 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 write it all down, and we're looking at these impressive resumes, right? And, and so we we can narrow it down just by looking at all their resumes and to get like the. From you know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Airbnb VAs now, but we narrowed it down from like 50 down to that 15, and we we're able to interview them, you know, and and of course, even just sending out the messages on Upwork and seeing how fast it takes them to respond to the messages that that edit that um, narrows it down too for us. So how they respond? Yes, because respond, that, right. that that's the other thing that we discussed a lot with Steve. My career in the airline was 10 years. From those, I did nine years of training customer service. So I was training customer service agents around the world, opening offices, you know, training large new hires, different desks. So I do have experience bringing people from fresh from the street. They don't know the business and teaching the business. But also what we found is that the people that we hire were, you know, they're bringing new ideas. They're helping to tune, fine tune the, the, the systems that we have. They bring ideas from previous management companies to work with. And that is also helping us grow a lot because we come across new things, new scenarios where now getting houses, which we were doing mostly apartments, and our experience with houses is not the same. And they have these amazing ideas because some of them work with houses in California, in, in, in Florida, in many places, which, you know, is helping us a lot. So you live in Argentina, uh, Stephen, I know you're, you're in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So you guys are like on the other side of the world. <laughs> so how, how do you work like a partnership when you're on different sides of the world? 
we're on WhatsApp all day. You know, you use WhatsApp too. Um, Jasper. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like um, so we have all these WhatsApp chats going on. And so we do keep keep track of things there. It's a partnership, man. And you're used to, I mean, you're sometimes you're long distance from your partner and sometimes you're close by. I mean, I couldn't imagine working next right next to Federico. We'd probably kill each other. But <laughs> maybe the distance does help out sometimes. And, and like I said, we can just hop on a uh, we hop on a Zoom call. If if something's getting like really serious, we can hop on a Zoom call because because you know text messages can be misconstrued. And and if we have a real issue, we can hop on a Zoom and we could you know talk it out and see and see the best strategy. It it always seems like that. You know when everything seems crazy, if we just stop everything and hop on a Zoom call and just talk things through it always seems like we come up with a solution right mm-hmm. it, it's, it's magical just face to face you know chatting like that and so um we we try to do that at least once a week and we'll you know we'll do um whatsapp you know video calls sometimes too but it's just keeping the communication going and yeah well i mean arguments will happen but it just we can't hold a grudge and we got to keep moving forward and we can and i'll show him the the profits and he'll be happy again <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you yeah. guys uh you guys are your properties are all in Texas? Mostly. Most of them are in Dallas. We have some in Fort Worth. We have uh, two in Houston, another one coming up soon. And then we have one in Grand Rapids, Michigan, of all places. So that was a friend one, of a friend deal. It was like the, the old one out. Yeah, yeah. But it's who'd have thought Grand Rapids is, is, is really kicking ass? I'm, yeah. I can say that. <laughs> and you're using smart locks on all your units so you can just send out codes? August locks, correct. Yeah. August locks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, technology, nice. if it wasn't for technology, we would not be able to do this. I think, you know, because I, I get to travel there. Uh, I was going, to, I visit in Texas often. Uh, right now, it's going to be a while until I get to go there again. But, um, you know, technology and the power of no code, which are these all these apps that you can, you know, kind of create your own systems and programs like Notion, Jot Forms, all of those are helping us to run the business, even though the, you know, 50% of the business is, is abroad. Uh, because I I mean, even Steven, even if he's in Texas, he can he can go to if something happens to one of the properties in Dallas or in Fort Worth, which are close. But if something happens in Grand Rapids, something happens in Houston, uh, we need to rely on in our teams over there. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we had to learn as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, ring doorbell cameras too. Very important. You know, when you go from like around 15 to 50, that's a big step. What is, what is the biggest new challenge that you're facing at that new level? There are many challenges because I'll say that when you, when you have 15 units, you, you know what's going on in every unit. Up to 10, 15 units, you know exactly. And I can remember, I know there's someone checking in here, someone checking out here. Oh, we need to buy this here. And you can kind of do things at the top of your, your your head. But when you grow at that point, if you don't implement systems where you can keep track of what's going on in each property, you're going to drop the ball very often. That's I don't know if you're familiar with Notion, the app, but I have my dashboard and all my, my the information on the company, policies and procedures, how to do with everything that happens, the SOPs, information about each property, the property DNA files I have, maintenance files. So all of that is connected to a main dashboard where anyone can open that and see what's urgent and going on. So that's one of the things that we use. And the other thing that we're using is in job forms, I created a form for every cleaner. 
to fill out that they need to take pictures from their phone. They cannot upload like all pictures or anything. It has to be taken from the form where after each cleaning, they're going to take, well, they need to take pictures, of course, when they arrive. There's a big sign. If you find anything broken or missing, please text me now. And then pictures of everything, supplies. They, they need to learn how you're doing on, on supplies. Rate the guests that checked out. That's the way we can keep the operation going without a lot of headaches. <laughs> I will say one thing, Jasper. It seems a lot easier approaching 50 than it was at 15 because we have great VAs working for us now. Back then, it's, oh, 15 units, me and Federico can handle that ourselves, right? And we're driving, you know, going crazy China, even 15 units, even five units could drive you crazy. So, but then when we got to around 20, that's when we started experimenting with VAs. And it was, and I remember you, you just sent out a, an email the other day, you like about back in your first Airbnb in, in Amsterdam about, you're like, oh, okay, I don't want to answer messages at 2 a.m. anymore. So I'm going to hire a VA, but it ended up being double work for you, right? The VA is like, well, how do I answer this question? How do I answer? Not only are you answering the question, you're teaching that you're trying to teach them every single time something comes up until you finally sat down and made the, you know, created the, the systems for, for every single question that came up. But that's where we were at right around 20. That's what we were plateauing for so long because we brought in VAs, but they weren't even Airbnb VAs. We tried to go cheap for like four bucks an hour VAs that didn't know, you know, that said that they do customer service or whatever. And so we were just, it was just double work for us, right? Answering them and answering the guests at the same time. So so right around that middle point, it was actually harder than it is now. We have more units, like I said, approaching 50 units, but we have excellent VAs that are making it super easy for us. Yeah. So it's it, it works in reverse. And what's also great is that now you have you have enough income coming in so you can hire multiple VAs so they can cover probably like 24 hours, right? Because when you okay. when I had my first I remember when I had my first VA, I, I was like first I was like, oh great. Now I don't have to do anymore anything. But now your VA she also has to sleep, right? And then it's like, oh, okay. I still have to cover her when she's sleeping. Plus, like you said, like, you know. In the beginning, I was getting so many questions, but, but yeah, that's the, that's the beauty. If you have like, you know, probably like four VAs and you could probably cover like 24 hours, seven, seven days a week. Is that you guys at that stage, like 24 hour customer service? Yeah. We're 24 hours on what's pretty cool about the team that we, we build is that we came to an arrangement where there are certain hours where they're working on the computer, you know, full focus on, on, on the company, working in different tasks that we sign checking the cameras, checking pricing, checking all the things that they need to take a look at. But there are certain hours where they can, you know, just go outside, do whatever they need to do as long as they're checking the messages. And they're working more than eight hours, some of them, but they can cover, you know, that, that time. So so that way with three people, we get to cover 24-7, which yeah. is not very easy, you know, to find. Uh, maybe four agents will be the ideal number to cover 24-7 if you don't get this arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's cool, man. And, and I don't know if you noticed it. Cause I mean, before, like even before you had your VA, you, did you ever have employees? Did you ever have a business and have employees? No, it's fun to watch because like when you finally get good employees, it's, it, I mean, it's a world of difference, but like the other day, like the girls, the two of the VAs were, you know, but they're on different shifts, but so they overlap a little that, you know, they give each other the, the lowdown on what happened the previous, you know, shift. And they were communicating with each other, like on how to solve this one issue. Me and Federica weren't even involved in it, but they were like, yeah, okay, that's a great idea. Okay, let's try that. And I was like, and I told Federico, the machines are communicating with each other. You know, like <laughs> the that's AI is taking over. It was a trip, man. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Great. That's that's when the when the business starts working for you. Right, so right. Exactly. Around. So now we um business structure. I mean, we've got employees in place, but as Fede was saying, he's gonna make one of them like the lead. So that's where I mean, that's where really uh, we're putting on our business owner pants. You know, how do we how do we structure the business where it runs yeah. smoothly? Even and I told him, dude, because he's going on vacation for the first time in like a long, like a year or two. I don't know, long time. First time he's going to go on a vacation without yeah. you know without running the business at the same time. And um, I'm actually going to Mexico for this that same week. It just be a big coincidence. And I said, dude, we should just leave the countries and and turn off our phones. And he's like. He goes, don't even joke like that. And I was like, no, no, actually, <laughs> as I have joking, that's what we want to get to. We want to get to where the, we can do that. And the business runs itself even better, you know, because we're going to hire people that are smarter than us, which isn't, wasn't, isn't too hard. And, <laughs> and, so, and so that's what I want to get to that point where we could just turn off yeah. our phones and go out, out of town for a week or two weeks and come back and it's running smooth and or even better than when we're running it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> so sign up at Jasper's class and you'll find out how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you I mean you do the opposite of, of what I tell you to do, so I don't know. And uh, yeah, that's the key. That's the key. Don't listen to Jasper anybody. <laughs> um but yeah, no, that's uh that's cool, man. Like, you know, being able to to take a holiday. That's also like a stress test almost. It's like, all right, let's just let's just both go on a holiday and then Sure, maybe something will go wrong, but that at least that will uncover the places where you still have some some work to do, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that something that that happened to me at least is that after leaving the company, I worked for ten years. What a beloved career! Where also it was a very good career. I got to you know being awarded with with company important awards. I got to meet the CEO, travel to the states multiple times, travel around the world. I, I was going, you know, I was spending. I put a million miles in those 10 years flying. So jumping off that job, it was scary. You know, and now relying everything in this company that we built is like, I don't want anything to go wrong because this is my baby and this is my livelihood now. Uh, I mean, when it started, it was, you know, my, my hustle, but right now it's, it's my livelihood and my future. So, you know, letting go a little bit and let them make mistakes. That's the other part that is, is, is a huge challenge, but you need yeah. to let it happen. That's the only way you grow and you learn. Right? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. I mean, you can't, can't build a business if, uh, without something going wrong. Right. That's just part of the experience. That's how you learn. Yeah. Federico's <laughs> dream is to, is to start an Airbnb in Chernobyl. In Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He mocks me because I, it, I like to, I used to travel to those places. He's been to Chernobyl, man. Oh wow! Yeah, has a little Geiger. What is it called? The Geiger Reader or whatever. Did you yeah. grow an extra? Did you grow an extra nose after that? <laughs> yeah, I had an extra leg here. <laughs> 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 that's fun. And yeah, that's and that's that's the other thing why we started the company, right? In, uh, it was funny. I got to sleep in like all sort of places, nice hotels from for work. Airbnbs all around the place. I slept in, you know, airport in floors in the hotel capsules in Japan. I, I, I tried it all. And I was like, hospitability and this business sound like when I saw Steven strolling with the units he had, uh, he, he talked about that in, in, in the episode when he was in 2020. I was like, man, we can do something way better. We can offer a nice product. And that's something that, that I think is what we want to offer to, to every client that we have is like when we have a call with a potential client, we say, okay, we, we're going to offer two things. We're going to offer a five-star experience for your guests 
and we're going to offer you peace of mind because we know how important that that is. And we know how much effort and love you put in, into setting up each Airbnb because the same thing, you know, the, the same way these companies are baby, for each owner setting up an arbitrage or the house, whatever it is, it is their baby. And everyone has a special love and care. So we want to let them know we know that. And we want to care on the, their properties. What's the secret here? What's the number one learning lesson, you know, in, in adding so many units in, in one year time? Because it sounds kind of crazy going from 15 to, to almost 50 in, in just a year. I mean, that's like how many that's like 35 units. That's like three units a month. Like number how do you how do you find so many units so quickly? It's been mostly word of mouth. It's been like um our friend Sarah, Sarah Don Glidewell, shout out to Sarah. She she came on our show, Live Let Thrive a while back a couple of years ago, a few years ago. And she was a, she's a designer, right? And so she designed, you know, my first arbitrages. Luckily, we can thank the fact that a previous bad management company, well, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but a previous bad experience with a management company and, and people saw how me and Federico, you know, I have, I have experience running Airbnbs before this in houses and stuff. And then me and Federico had started our partnership and we were doing pretty good with our units. And, and then just, just she asked us if, she, if we can manage for her. And so we managed for her. And then she has like a kind of a social media following. So people would ask her who manages for her and then say she sent people our way. And then what, what really exploded is when she started doing TikToks. And so, and so she got a huge following on TikToks. And then those clients were sent our way too. And that's how we ended up with one in Grand Rapids, Michigan of all places, and probably another one coming soon there. But it's just been, you know, it's been word of mouth and, and word of mouth is pretty strong. I know, I know we're supposed to pound the pavement and go to the social medias and stuff like that. But I, I'll tell you, like, after like we've chatted, I've, I mean, I barely touch social media. I, I yeah. never hardly ever get on it, maybe once a day, you know, just to answer someone's message that comes in. Yeah. But I mean, it's possible without social media. And maybe I'll get, we'll get a VA that's going to be our social media expert and get us out there and stuff like that. But, you know, it's funny because you go to the, the Facebook forums and stuff like that on Airbnb and then someone will say, hey, I'm looking for management. And they get like 100 messages, you know, hey, you know, we can do management. So-and-so does it. How do they know who's going to be a good management company? So they're going to trust their best friend, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So and that's, that's how we that's, do it. And that's what happened because, I mean... Or clients is like, hey, my friend is trying to, to start an Airbnb. Do you have any any new properties coming in or any building where, where they can get started? So, and I think that that's also because we're doing a good job. So, of course, if you're doing a good job and you're providing returns to your clients, again, they're having peace of mind when they go to sleep. They know they are not going to have to leave their phone on volume to get any call at 3 a.m. because something's going on. Those kind of things we can tell they're really value. When something goes wrong, we tell them we were very transparent and we we always tell them if you ever need to have a call, if you ever have a question, if you want to discuss how we're doing, how's performing, we're always open. And I'll say, yeah, I mean, every time, you know, it's funny, every time that we're feeling down because a few things went wrong, when we have some issues, and then we have any call with one of the clients, then we 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 feel really excited and you know. We, we, we feel very good about ourselves because they're very happy. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. And something else is cool about new clients. And, and I know you've seen it. You've seen like a million of, uh, of these examples, but you get a new client, they get their first Airbnb. They're excited as heck, right? And then they're like, um, every message that comes in, hey, did you see that message? Hey, did you, how are you, how are you going to respond to that? Hey, raise the prices. Should we lower the price? You know, they're like, the first few weeks is like, you just got to bear with it because, you know, they're going to, they're going to, 
lose interest and, and go do something else and then let you run it. Right. But at those first few weeks, you got to kind of nurture them a little bit and then just, you know, pet them. It's going to be okay. It's all right. They cancel. <laughs> yeah. That's cancellations happen. Don't worry. And then just, they just, but they need that. They need that. Right. It's a new thing for them. We, and we lose track by, you know, hosting, you know, thousands of stays. You lose track of that. And, but, but when someone new, they're looking at everything through new eyes, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep that in consideration and be nice yeah. and respond to them. And then don't just, oh, those are freaking annoying, you know? I'm, I love you clients if you're listening to this, but yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> we have, we pay for these systems and these tools and these pricing tools and all this stuff to get everything perfect. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, we know what we're doing. We're super hosts. We make profit, trust us. But we understand that at first, this is your baby. This is the only one you've ever had, your first one. And, and Can we explain what, what we do, the it. things that we do, right? If they... You know, they ask, why do we have this this picture? Why do you put this or this way or the minimum stay, whatever it is? We try to explain the reason why behind the decisions we take. And that, that helps them a lot. And that's how after, you know, three weeks, they stop asking us because they understand. Uh, they, they get to understand what we're doing and that we know why we're doing things. And the other thing that is very common when you get a new client, and we, we talk about that a lot with Steve, is expectations they have. You know, because they're sitting up their first Airbnb. It's like, yeah, so I'm thinking about profiting $2,000 the first month. <laughs> it's like, and that way I'm going to recover my, you know. And again, it's like they come with these expectations because they see what's going on in social media and they, they see people posting the profits in social media. But of course, it takes time to build that. So that also, you know, leveraging with those expectations to be realistic. Mm-hmm. That I think that's yeah. very important. Yeah. 100%. So Stephen, question for you. You still have your job? As far as right now, I do. Um, I'm tightening up some loose ends and stuff like that. September 27th is my target date to to finally quit. I've been there over 23 years. Wow. September 27th. You heard it here first on Get Paid for Your Pad. <laughs> you sure? I mean, does, does your uh, employer know this already? Or? <laughs> well, if they're listening, they do. Um, no. <laughs> Not quite yet. I hear some people burn burn all their like saved up sick days before they leave. That would be crazy. I don't. I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so so wait. So you have a full time job. You, you are now close to fifty units, and you also I, you have kids as well, mm-hmm. right? Wife and kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like how did when do you sleep? Yeah. <laughs> And that's and that's what brought me to the to this decision to leave because yes I can run the business a little bit at work and then after work you know go go see what we need to do or go help with setups on new units stuff like that or deal with some things that is going on but I, and I told Federico you know I'm like this isn't fair to have two jobs you know especially I have a wife and two little kids you know at the house I said I got to make a decision and, and I want to um I want to be able to put 100% into into Argus right of my hundred percent and undeterred without any distractions. And um, so that's what I said. I just, I, I, I mean, job ain't bad, whatever. It has some perks, but it's holding me back from, from putting it, you know, going all in on our just, and, um, and of course, Going all in on Argus doesn't mean working 24 hours a day at Argus either. We're going to have some limits of time that we're going to do certain things, you know, but the deep work, you know, it's always great when you get some good deep work in one hour of deep work is worth like 12 hours of, you know, distracted work. But, um, so that's, that's what kind of, that was, that was it. My family, I was like, I just can't, I just can't do two jobs anymore. And so, so September 27th, maybe earlier, but that's, that's, it's, it's the day before my birthday. So I want to say I retired. I retired at 44, not 45. So one day before. So that nice. 
That's yeah. awesome, man. That's awesome. We're, we're about the same age. I'm turning 35 this year, too. Oh, cool. What's your birthday? Yeah. July 3rd. July 3rd. Nice. That's right. Cool. Big party, huh? <laughs> Hopefully. So how do you how do you and Eric do it, man? You you all are um, you know, remote together, remote together. You know, I think uh I think we've learned how to how to be productive and it's not long, it's no longer just me and Eric, right? We now have uh I don't know, some on our team meetings sometimes we have six, seven, eight people, you know, depending if everybody can make it to the meeting, but um I think we have like nine or ten people working for us. So it used to be just me and Eric, and now you know the team is expanded, um, which is awesome. But still, like I have applied for for a work visa in the, in the U.S. Um, because it, it's just like being in the same room. Like I feel like you just get the communication is just so much easier, right? Mm. Also, like I don't really want to be on Zoom calls all day. <laughs> you know, I don't know about you guys, but. I could do like an hour or two on Zoom or something, but uh, I just don't want to spend all my time in front of the computer. And when I was in California and in you know, I spent three months there in February, March, and April. That was 2021. Eric and I were building Legends X, and we couldn't have built that program if we were on Zoom for sure, because there was so much brainstorming, so much mapping out on whiteboards and just walking around and trying to figure things out and so many questions that we had to answer so yeah i think it's possible you know it's possible to run a business on zoom and and being virtual but i think it really helps to be in the same space sometimes at least like a few months a year or you know every now and then yeah i think that really helps nice nice yeah federico's on his way over here too he's already put in for his visa so he'll be here soon he'll be here soon what what, which visa are you getting it turns out my wife is american so oh. I'm getting the that's, yeah, that's, that. che- that's cheating. Come on. I know. <laughs> so it's funny. It's like her mother grew up in California. So she's an Argentinian, but she, she has that, that the, the passport. So we got married, married in 2019. Was it Steve? You came down here for, for, for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we, we applied for the visa exact, I'll say that exactly a year ago. But man, they have a backlog. So if you're gonna apply, apply now because it's taking a lot of time. I mean, the other day I, I, I spoke with the attorney. They have like two million cases right now. It's, mm. it's a lot, and it's taking a lot. So, I mean, uh, we're hoping. I am hoping to to get to be there this year in the, the next few months. But yeah, we're we're waiting. But wait, wait, if you if you get married, you can just go over. You don't. Do you still need a visa? Or? No, no, it's not. It's not that simple. You need to apply for. Yeah, it's different different things. We got married here in Argentina, right? Okay. If she will be there, I'll still have to apply for this visa and go there. Or you can apply for the the, the fiancé visa and then go and get married. They all take time. The only, the only thing is that we want to be together, right? We don't want to be apart. We don't want her to go there and wait for me until it gets mm-hmm. some because, again, it takes time. So, yeah, it's patience. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's hope that we uh, we both make it out there. We should we should all meet yeah. up in good old Texas and have like a few pounds of brisket. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> beers and brisket. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Awesome guys. Um, well, it's it's fun to have you guys back on the show, and uh, you know, uh, let's do one. Let's do this again uh, a year from now. You guys will probably be at like two hundred by then. Hopefully. Definitely. Yeah, big time. What advice you got for us, Jasper? Master mastermind. What, mastermind when is you, huge. When when are you guys joining our mastermind? 
Uh, yeah, we're soon. Whenever the next one is. Yeah, we're we're kicking off life events this year, man. Like you gotta, you gotta beat her, be there, yeah, be yeah. square. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, you know, it's funny because like when you were doing the you know, just for the group that was you know in the Facebook group, you're doing the weekly meetings, right? And then Federico hopped on that one, and it was it was it was the the most boring one ever. It was about copywriting. It was so boring, right? Because you're talking about how to position the paragraphs in a, in a letter that you're writing in an email that you're writing, but it's, it was the most freaking useful thing, man. I've used that for everything, and that was just one. That was just one video. And in I that said. one, you you mentioned the size of the Airbnb picture for Canva, and I've been using that since then. <laughs> so those tips, you know, it, 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 it's so simple. Tips are so helpful to run the company efficiently, to make sure you know the SEO for your listing is working. So yeah, yeah. It and works. Then the, the the best lessons are the, the boring lessons. Yeah, yeah, and and then see people from Amsterdam—they're not boring. They just talk like that. I'll tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you my Amsterdam story. I was at, I went with some buddies like to five. Well, everything's five years ago now. When you get out in your forties, it was about more like ten years ago. We went to the Heineken factory, right? Right on. Best beer I ever had in my life was there in Amsterdam, fresh Heineken from the tap. Anyways, we did the tour, and he, it, it, the the dude, the dude has such a the dry sense of humor. I guess you'll have a real dry. Just <laughs> so he was cracking jokes, but they were so funny. And at the end, I guess you go through the gift sh- before you get to the gift shop. You can like design a beer, and then and then it like it'll write it on the on the Heineken for you at the gift shop. You pick it up and pay for it. And so my buddy told me to get him a beer over there, a Heineken beer with, some, with something written on it. And it was um, Long Rod Von Hugendong. And so, <laughs> and so what? at the gift shop, Long Rod Von Hugendong. <laughs> anyway. No idea what that means. <laughs> well, the fans oh, might, they might know. Anyways, <laughs> the guy at the, at the gift shop, he sees thousands of these a day, right? So he's, he sees it and he just goes... Wow, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And he just hands us a bit, just so dry, right? Just not. <laughs> Anyways, I'll explain it to you after man, the show, you, man. You gotta, ask you, Eric. Ask Eric what I'm talking about. You gotta send me a picture of the thing so I can read it. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> oh no! All right, let the censors sort it out, guys. Uh, let uh, let the listeners know where they can find you, because I know I'm sure a lot of people are listening and and they they want to know. What you guys are up to? They want to check out your site. They want to maybe stay at your units, or they want you to manage their their, their houses. How how do people find you? Artistrentals.com. A R G E S T rentals.com. Yeah, how we came up with that word? Artist. There's the first three letters in Argentina, Argentina, and then EST represents Estados Unidos, which is the Spanish saying of United States. So we combined artist. You know, combine it together. Argusrentals.com, just rentals at gmail.com. What else, Fede? Facebook. Our customer dot service at argusrentals.com. You need to remember we have our own branded the pre- the email. Professional <laughs> email, yes. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> but yeah, we're on on Instagram, Facebook, so whenever whatever you need us, we're gonna be there. Yeah, call us, man. We're we're fun guys. We like to hang out. We'll we'll, we'll chat with you. We'll see if we can do something for you, you know. Hey guys, well, uh, thanks so much for for jumping on here. Always good to chat. Are you still running the the podcast as well, Stephen? Yes, sir. Still doing the podcast. Still awesome. Doing, we got 192 episodes already, so we're catching wow. up to y'all. Catching up. Yeah, I'm almost at 500, but you know, eh, not Brad. Yeah, you're doing like three <laughs> a week now. <laughs> Wait till I quit, man. I'm gonna do one every single day. <laughs>
Ah, that'd be fun. That'd be yes. fun. I'll, I'll I'll up my game as well. Let's uh let's push each other a little bit. You know, let's see yeah, how many friendly competition. Are. Yeah, that's right. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. All right Stephen. Awesome. Rico, Thanks, Jasper. Thank you so much, Jasper. Gracias, amigos. Thank you. And uh, we'll have you guys back uh, soon, I'm sure. And to the listeners, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this uh, special podcast with two special guests. Eric and I will be back on Friday with another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Until then. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. Really hope you enjoyed the show. And if you are looking to grow your Airbnb business, then we have a great opportunity for you because we just opened up enrollment for our next class of our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program, Legends X. The program is designed to help you scale your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up time and really become the CEO, the owner of your business instead of the person that's doing all the work in your business. So you can focus on high-level tasks that really move the, move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. So if that's interesting to you, then check out sdrlegends.com slash x. Uh, applications are now open. And when you apply for the program, we're going to get on a call with you to really figure out if it's the right fit for you. We don't want to just uh, enroll everybody into the program. We're really looking for the right people, people that we can bring the most value to. So we're only looking for 30 companies. Um, we're almost there already. Uh, so we do have a few spots left. Um, so if you are interested in growing your business, then uh, don't wait, just apply. That's really the best way to find out if, uh, if the program is the right fit for you. So go ahead, go to strlegends.com slash X to learn more about the program. And we look forward to seeing your application. Thanks for listening. Until next time.